Ah, it's Deprogram, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. That's right. Well, an artist. That's right. <laughs> More on that in a moment. Um, today we're talking about Amigo the Devil. I've got nothing clever because the devil. I don't know, man. Like, they're not all winners. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's eleven in the morning, and uh, you know, you you do it, you do what you can to get moving. Um. So a few months back, Christina, you you and I were having a discussion about, you know, music as we do. And you said, hey, if you ever need a quick turnaround, Amigo the Devil. So talk to me more about Amigo the Devil, because it's clearly not just because it's a quick turnaround. No. Um, uh, Amigo the Devil is a an artist, one guy in the same way that Shaky Graves is one guy, but will travel with a band or has a band play on, um, on records. But when I saw him, he had a full band, which was amazing. But, um, with Amigo, you have no idea what you're going to get, but you always know it's Amigo. So it's, it's one of those bands where you can, or artists where you can be listening to a playlist that has a bunch of different artists. And every time one of his songs comes on, it's not, is this Amigo the Devil? It's this is Amigo the Devil. It's like, no matter if it's a slow song, a fast song, kind of a haunting song, they're all so, so him. And that's what makes this really hard. Um, but Amigo the Devil is one of those those artists that you see live and it just changes everything. I mean, this group, like, like I was saying to Justin before this only has 325,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, which is criminal. <laughs> um, but the, I think what makes Amigo the devil perfect for this specifically is that there is no wrong answer. There's no wrong answer. So every song that we bring up is something that someone can pick up and listen to and hopefully enjoy the hell out of. It's the most eclectic music out of one person I've heard in a very long time. So swinging it over to Sean, like about a month ago, I think, uh, I, I must have come off an episode with Sean, or with Sean, with Joe, and uh, you messaged me and said, hey, I uh, hear Amigo the Devil is on, on your list. Um, me, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, Joe mentioned me, sent me a message, and just said, "Hey, deprogrammed Amigo the Devil." That's all it said, and I was like, "Well." Um, so I was ready to fight if you had already picked people, but uh, I would, you know, take somebody out, take their spot, you know, as as one does as a, a heel in wrestling. But um, I found Amigo the Devil uh, several years ago thanks to a friend of mine who did introduce me to them, him, and. Um, immediately was uh just enamored with the music um he has just completely broke open for me the genre of uh like folk music because it's i i, I loved when i found out that the description people used for him was murder folk <laughs> yeah um yeah. because yeah. it's it's this some of his songs have this weird poppy bounce to them and they sound happy. They even sound romantic sometimes, but they are absolutely anything but that. Mm. Um, and some of them are romantic in a very twisted way, uh, to be honest. But he just the, the kind of the clash of those two ideas made it made it just work so well for me. And I've always been somebody who's been into uh, true crime, the macabre, you know, the stuff like stuff like that. So the style just jumped right out at me and his lyrics. 
Um, and I, I did enjoy that if you if you pay attention to some of the songs, they're even darker than you think they are when you really piece mm-hmm. together some of the lyrics. Um, and then I saw I also saw him live, but I saw him live about six months ago or something like that uh, at the Norva here, and it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Uh, it was just oh. him and his band, and it was fan- full band. Oh yes, full band. Oh. And it was fantastic for so many reasons. I mean, he he executed everything beautifully. It was like listening to the album almost. But and it, which is I'm going to give him a little a props here because it's even more impressive that his uh, his inner ear monitors weren't working. Oh. So he had nothing in his ears to try and keep track of, like you know, the timing or or his own voice, and he still nailed everything. Um, and I also appreciate the fact that you could see the staff there working like crazy, trying to get it working, and he on more than one occasion made a point of stopping the show to point out how hard they were working. Oh, that's cool. Um, and and that he wasn't angry about it or anything like that. Um, so it was just cool that he kind of took that on himself to make sure they understood that he wasn't you know, going to throw a fit or, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't a deal breaker. He was still going to have a great show. Um, and he, the stories he tells with the songs, oh, God. in addition to the stories in the songs, it's just, it makes them even better because then I learned things I didn't know about them. So we'll it's have just, to talk about those when a couple yeah. songs come up. Yeah. That, that's uh, just, Oh man, I couldn't, uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you enough of the good things about Amigo the Devil. And I have slowly but surely tried to turn, everybody I know into an Amigo the Devil fan. Literally everybody. It's the only yeah. band I tell every single person I know about. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so obviously this is this is an artist that, you know, I, I want to say the very furthest of of my perif, like way far perif. Like I, I, I recall hearing the name Amigo the Devil over the years. And I assumed, I don't know why, uh, not necessarily metal band, but like, <laughs> like something like that. I don't know why. Uh, I didn't think. Oh, artist. Oh, kind of Western feel. Oh, uh, kind of ICP feel. Like I didn't, I didn't expect what I got. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, very cool that that. It, I don't. Again, I don't. I don't know why. I thought metal band. Maybe just because from where i was hearing it from maybe i can see that but so like as i'm listening i'll I'll say this because somehow this hasn't come up yet his voice like Mm. sometimes like it's so dulcet like i'm like oh yeah i get it this this is why sean likes it too like i Mm -hmm. what a voice and then like i know tina's a, a a lyrics person so i'm like oh god like okay like there was no dissection here. Like I knew why the panel, why you two are here. Like I, I love when an artist can do that. Like when we're, when we're doing this, like I, I can tell why you like, why you like it. So, you know, this will just be like a chance to pour some love on a guy who clearly is not getting his just desserts yet. It's so, not even close. <laughs> uh, oh, not even close. Yeah. So, this isn't like a very deep discog. Um, and I'm glad Christina pointed out that uh, there's no wrong answers. Cause that was very much how I felt. <laughs> yes. Like yes. It, it feels like a cop out whenever I say it, but like I really could have shifted everything around. So, so talk to me about again, like this is what 39, I think. So we only get 15 each. 
how did you go about putting your list together for this, Tina? Well, you guys saw my group chat last night. So now, <laughs> now I have to tell the whole world about this. I was shooting pool at the pool hall last night. And the two people I was shooting pool with are my partner, Adam, and our really good friend, Andrew. And they both saw Amigo the Devil with me back in October. And I wrote down, because I screenshotted all the songs as I was listening to them. I didn't need to listen to this. I knew what I was going to do for my first pass. But I like wrote them all down on bar napkins. <laughs> and then started my top 15. And I got to 10. And I was like, these last five, I have to cut 10. I have to cut 10. So I had 25 on my first pass. And I had to cut 10. So out of 15 songs that I left, I had to cut 10 of them, and it was very hard. Um, like I said to you guys before we hit play, I cut my last one right before I jumped on um, because I was um, going back and forth about whether I put this last one, number 15, in. But it's in because I want to tell the story about the live show. Mm -hmm. And how that song specifically was such a huge part of the show. and. I think really like encapsulates a lot of the storytelling um, with Amigo the Devil. And I think that's maybe how I approached my list. Instead of it being musical for me, I think it was more storytelling this time. Even though there are some like musical choices that I did kind of allow to bump some other songs a little higher for me, 100%. Amigo the Devil's shows and songs in general are all based around this performance and even the way the songs are performed on the record is dependent on what lyrics he's singing mm -hmm. and so for me this is a perfect artist for me to do because lyrics are so so important to me in music but that's why it was so hard for me i think is to decide which stories i wanted to talk about there you go uh sean you you kind of were walking through through it a little bit before we we came on um what was your thought process here as as, as you're putting your list together i so yeah i have just because I, I i most people out there probably don't know this i've been singing in bands for years and in a couple of the bands i've actually done some amigo the devil songs um, which, by the way, even though nobody knew who they were when I did them, they always got a positive reaction. So, again, this guy deserves more love than he gets. Um, so I already had kind of a, 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 a fair number that I was like, these are songs that resonate with me. I chose them to perform, you know, mm -hmm. for people who had no idea who he was. Um, and there's some of, some of the songs that I chose... Some of them are some of them are just good songs, but the ones that really meant something to me were the ones that grabbed me either emotionally with with the, the topic or where it was one of those ones like I explained where when you dive into the lyrics, it is a lot darker than you think it is. It's like it, it's kind of a layered song in that way. And so those ones just jumped out at me. I mean, my first pass, I still had not not quite 25, but probably around 21 or two. And uh, when I looked at the five or six that were still on there that I needed to eliminate, I don't know, for me, it w and this was just my personal style, it was much easier for me to look at those five or six and go, if I was right now going to play Amigo the Devil for somebody, are these one of the songs I'm choosing? And I would tell myself no, because I would choose any of these other ones listed, listed otherwise. And 
to me, that was the breakaway point is if I'm trying to explain Amigo the Devil to somebody, which is kind of the point of this whole podcast, mm-hmm. um, I think that these ones encapsulate him the best, you know, uh, because some of them, some of them do kind of sound. I don't want to say like everybody else, because that's not what it is, but they're less um, aggressively Amigo, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. So those were the ones that ended up uh, seeing the cutting room floor. And I got left with the ones that I felt like I could put on and be like, nope, this is exactly who you're getting. Similarly, I like as I was going through my mind, I'm like, okay, so this is this is Amigo. This this is the sense I'm getting. I went with that a lot. Like, this is the sense I'm getting Um, as opposed to there was a bunch of songs that I, I just loved and like. I'm I'm dropping them off my list and going, I feel like I'm wrong. I feel like this is very bad. Uh but like I I I always aired towards the side of when I listened to the song, I could easily go, that's amigo. And if like you said, Sean, like if if I I'm going back to back, song A doesn't do that for me, then I, I hesitate to say easy to cut, but uh, easier to cut. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, that that was the the way I approached it. Um, but to Tina's point, it does not feel like there. It it really never felt like there was wrong answers. Like as I'm going through it, it it never felt like it never felt like well, this one doesn't stand a chance. It it never felt like, that way. It was really just a lot of based on on a sense. So that could that could totally throw this next layer off. Uh Tina, based on everything we've said so far, how many do you think we'll get through for uh unanimously for the final say? I you're a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> if if you were not here, I would say ten. Mm. <laughs> I think that's probably accurate. Um, because I think that seeing Amigo live absolutely changes your perception. And a lot of the songs that I picked were so very much him in that way, um, where like when he played them live, it was like, I couldn't unhear that version. Mm. And it made me want to tell every single person, listen to this song. So I think that you might be the, the one that we miss on this, but I hope not. Because I think there are a good chunk of songs that are just so quintessential to Amigo that I'm going to swing for the fences and I'm going to say six. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Well, because of the, the, as you pointed out, kind of the limited discography, um, I thought that we stood a better chance, maybe than normal of of the other ones I've been on, of getting uh, a fairly decent number together. I, you know, what's funny is I, I, I didn't think it was outside the realm of possibility that we were going to get like seven. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, I was I, hoping. I, just, just because I feel like there's so many that, like we said before, that I feel like there's several that are just, this is Amigo. And I, I, in my mind, anyway, there's no way everybody doesn't have this on their list somewhere. <laughs> but I could be wrong. I could absolutely be wrong. And you know what's funny? As much as uh, Tina and I both love Amigo, um, you know, we're two we're two different people. We've we've never met before, and it's entirely possible that that love comes from different parts of our brain, and that leads us towards different. Songs. You know, you never know. But uh, I do I do feel like 
there's some that just stand above and I'm, I'm hoping that everybody agrees on those particular ones. So I don't have to, you know, leave mid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So six and seven. So now like, do I go ultra positive? Cause you guys have left me the, uh, the, the high, high end of the spectrum. <laughs> or you go super negative Nancy. Right. <laughs> so, I, uh, Nobody likes a Debbie Downer, Justin. Well, I, <laughs> Dios mio. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? We talking. We're talking about swinging for the fences. I'm going to go nine. Ooh, nine. nine. What's the most that one panel's gotten? Thirteen. Oh wow. my god! And you had to cut them. Yes, we had to cut. We had to cut unanimous songs. From what? What panel was that? That was AJR. Surprisingly. Okay. No, I did not listen to that one. Sorry, I don't. I don't listen to every absolute single episode. Okay. Right? <laughs> Neither do I. I can't listen. To, I can't listen to them all. <laughs> Neither can I. So, uh, we're gonna take a quick pause, <laughs> and when we come back, we're gonna play the game, Jack. It's the program. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels: full gym, no gym. No problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. With that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through the Amigo the Devil discography and plucked out 15 songs that we're now going to match together in an attempt to create a top 10 circuit for you in case you have never given Amigo the Devil the chance. And how dare you? That is why we're here. We're going to fix that for you. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't start here because how many times have I said song one, album one, tell me exactly what you are. And I'll get it. And I got so excited hearing this going, not only is this not some some metal band that I have just never given the time of day. This is like, this is, there's like some Western here. There's some banjo. There's, there, it's, it's all over the place. Helen, you. Obviously, yes. Okay, you know what? That was number one on my list, so. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, however, make sure on the, the sheet, it's on two albums so it's on the first album and Correct. on the second album right so when we make the spotify list put the one off the first album because that's exactly it's, mine too yep yeah put the track one album one instead of the one off of everything is fine i think that one is it's jauntier yeah right it, right uh let me get to it, I, it it's just for my money it's a it's a better version of the song i it sounded like he tried to improve upon what he did in the in the second album and i don't think he quite got it i think you, you can you can you can touch something too much mm -hmm. and there it is uh oh just a little opening riff there just immediately <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> and then you get storytelling elements you get you hear his voice you uh, you get everything you get everything you want and ho hope for I love the shitty things we do together. Oh, that's right. What a line. Love it. What a line. 
All right. So far, so good. Now it's going to be in my head. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Tina. I, I got it. Just because just Tina said it, I, I want to bring up a line that I love in it, too, which is where he says, uh, but I want to be where all the stupid shit I say sounds so romantic and true. <laughs> That's great. Like, I, lo I love that line. <laughs> all right, Tina, where do you want to go? So I'm going to start with how Amigo the Devil started at the show. Um, and the song ends with the crowd all singing the final chorus one last time with the lyric, We'll laugh a little, drink a little, see what you're made of. I'm capable yes. of making you disappear. I'm the agent that decides your fate. And then you stop singing. He goes, you guys are kind of fucked up. <laughs> yes. I'm going Dahmer does Hollywood. Indeed. Yep. It's on my list too. There we go. <laughs> if any of you guys didn't have that, that's where I would have left. That was number one on my list for a reason. Because he literally like does this whole song that he wrote. And then tells the whole crowd that they're fucked up. <laughs> it does. It, it, it. There are moments here where it, the, that's why I made the ICP comparison. Is like you never, you never get the sense that like he's speaking from or singing from. These are things I want to do. Like it, it. It's always like it always feels like a story, which, mm -hmm. given the content of of these songs, like it's easy to jump to the conclusion, oh, well, this guy just wants to kill people, right? Like, same thing with ICP. Like, the fact that I never got that with some of the some of this lyrical content, it, it says something to me. Yeah, he does a great job of, of portraying it as exactly what we said, a story uh, that it's about somebody else, not him. Um and I mean, especially in ones like this, where it's it's fairly obvious he's singing about right. somebody else because it's an actual person. Um, but there are other ones that are more that are twisted and don't have that same obvious connection, even though some of them do have a real life connection. But uh, you know, he'll be the first one to tell you that he's singing about kind of the darker reaches of the human mind and the terrible things that some people are capable of. You know, not him, but <laughs> at least we hope. <laughs> yes, I mean, he does look like a big old. Bear, though I'd love to hug him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean, where do you want to go first? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the next one on my list because you nailed Helen. You right off the bat. This is one of the songs that I got that I've performed live. That and that's one of the reasons that it, it means so much to me. And watching the crowd reactions to it for a song they don't know, you can go from he goes from this very like you said dulcet, very pretty singing voice in the beginning of it to this gravelly aggressive and the, and even the music which is uncharacteristic for him kicks up and, and kind of gets heavier for a lack of a better term more intense is probably the way to put it um if i'm crazy hell yes that's my my first miss oh, oh well it was God. a good you show were, justin where uh <laughs> you were even listening to it when i popped on uh -huh. um that bass intro Mm -hmm. is so good do, 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 do. Yep, don't act I love surprised it. if I disappoint you yep oh, so good so or good. um I'm a goddamn mess for you to clean up but I like it yep Oof. if I'm oh, crazy it's, it's great if I'm crazy is one of his it, for me it'll always be one of his best songs oh so good yeah now I feel bad you should, it's all right. You should. It's okay. You're the wild card here. Like yeah, I we said. did. We did. Yeah, that was stated. You are the wild card. But 
Oh, okay. Back around to me, huh? Okay. Yep. Let's see if I can redeem yourself. Do some redemption here. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this. I mean, it's it's in the title. Like, I, this this is a vibe I got throughout the entire thing. Another man's grave. Yes. Yep. That's on my list. Yep. Hey. Absolutely. All right. And boy, when you when you listen to it, if you can't relate to that song, you know, and about your own personal sense of identity, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I do love, like, how like, easily these movies could be, like, in a modern-type, Western-type... Like, they're... Oh, easily. I keep, easily. I keep getting, like... Not like if if they made modern spaghetti westerns, like I, I don't know, man. Like it's, I I can, I can imagine like after the showdown, you know, or or even leading up to the showdown. Like I don't know, man. Like I I got a lot of a lot of showdown vibes listening listening to Amigo. Right. Yeah. There, there's a really clever line in this song the i open my eyes and the room is still spinning i joke about buying a vowel yeah. i love that oh such a good song i know uh and it's it's so beautiful but also so sad at the yeah. same time mm -hmm. beautiful and where his voice gets like more gravelly in that second verse Oh, oh, without a doubt, yes, and 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 the lyrics match that too. Like that's the best thing is that he doesn't just get more. His voice doesn't take on that aggressive tone for no reason. He doesn't do it just for effect. He does it because the lyrics are building that way. Mm -hmm. Beautiful and sad, perfect. <laughs> All right, Tina. Um. So, I have an amigo the devil T-shirt that says "Amigo the Devil Sappy Songs." and sing-alongs <laughs> um so you get one or the other <laughs> um and one of his songs that's also at the top of my list that is very much a sing-along is also one of my favorite songs because it's just so cleverly written um hungover in jonestown ah what a good one again about something awful but still a good song <laughs> did you have it justin i do Oh, if yeah. you wouldn't have had that one, that I would have left as well. <laughs> like, I have left three times already. Yeah, literally, like the very, like the whole end is life is a joke and death is the punchline. I love that line so much. And that whole thing is such a huge sing along at his shows. But yep. um, I am the cross and you are the Christ. Yep. At one of the lines. like that at four. I, I see. I, I had faith in us. All right. Where do you want to go, Sean? All right. Well, I'll go with my next one that, again, I'm going to stick with Tina's vibe here, the sing-along at the show. When he did this one live, again, it was a huge sing-along and the energy in the place picked up. And I, I one of my favorite things about the song is that this is one of his songs that sounds more menacing, but it's actually completely innocent. Uh, Murder at the Bingo Hall. Hell yes! Oh, I'm so Absolutely. glad you guys have that because I I don't. It was that was number sixteen. I don't have a reason. I loved it and it hurt and okay. My note, my note just says an absolute top to bottom performance. Yes, one hundred percent. 
and it, it's the most innocuous of subjects. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally it's, about playing bingo. Yes, you're <laughs> expecting it to twist and be something different because that's what happens in so many of his songs. But it's not. This one's the one that sounds aggressive and dark, and it's just about playing bingo. <laughs> and like when the whole crowd shouts bingo with him, oh my yes. god! Yes, yes. What a what someone a should call the cops! I'm killing it. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that sounds like yeah, something so that probably would have swayed if if I'd been able to see him before doing this. Agreed. I, I think so, without a doubt, because that that was real. I mean, I liked the song before, but that made me fall in love with the song. So I, I think that's a fair point. Um, and even he, on the recording, the performance is there, right? Like you have yes. those like little whispers and then the that big crescendo. And like even when he's like, okay, now we have to be real quiet and he sings mm-hmm. it real quiet. Like it is a performance on the album, but the way that energy comes through live is so different. Yeah, agreed. Uh, I feel like I've let down Sean twice already. So that's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> I am not nothing. from you, not from you, but <laughs> I am nothing but a let down. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, 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 just throw darts here. How about stronger than dead? Stronger nope. than dead. Oh, I have that one. Okay, it's got a two. Got it too. Got it too. Hey, I understand why it was one of that was I told you guys at the beginning of my list, like there was a few of them that had to make it. And then the rest of my list was like, these are the ones I just went with and and I, I hope somebody else has them on their list. <laughs> yeah. And that was that was one of them. <laughs> there you go. See, because that one's like just planted somewhere in the middle of my list. So but... yeah, it makes sense. But I mean it's it's a good song. Um, and again, I, I saw him do this one live, which is one of the reasons I actually, before I'd seen him at live, do it live. I wasn't huge on it. Oh, um, I, I, I liked it because I don't dislike any of his songs, but, uh, though, though just the, I don't know, seeing him do it live. And again, he adds so much energy to these songs that maybe it made me biased for some of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, uh, I mean, he's got lines in this one that says that, um, I'll carry this weight till I die. This body's a bag that collects every hour as it passes by. Like I just, oh, I, I don't know. It's I loved it so much. Again, it's that macabre kind of almost nihilistic point of view. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right, Tina. Uh, this one's another one that's like really dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, they but the way it's performed is so good and in the live show he's like talking about this song and he's like well the moral of this story is don't fucking touch kids yes um uh i'm going with drop for every hour yes oh no i don't have that one oh oh dude wrong justin (laughs) no Um, it's seriously it's such a good song that intro to it it's so good it's very it makes it feel very visceral it Uh, is because he's talking about chopping up a a pedophile i mean really with all with all intents and purposes there's like two or three songs on that album in a row that are all basically about albert fish the real life serial killer who killed children yeah yep you know and it's it's i just I'm I'm with you. He's when he said the moral of the story is don't fucking touch kids. Uh, it was nice to see a whole room of people cheer that. I would have been concerned if there were booze. Um, but it was 
it's it's again that that breathing is just I don't know why it grabbed me right away even on the album because it is so visceral sounding and everything and it kind of pulls your attention in right away. Every <sighs> word from your fucking mouth is like bringing wood to a burning house, and we'll be here all night till ashes, ashes are all we breathe. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's fucking good. Justin, so good. I'm so my, good. I might fight for that one. Uh-huh. I don't know. So once I I, I would fight with you on that one. So once again, like this, this feels like one of those things where, like the 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 truncated time of turnaround actually worked against. Because against, like, <laughs> watching too much hockey. Sorry. Um, hey, buddy, I don't blame you. <laughs> but um, I feel like uh, like a lot of these lyrics you're quoting, like if if I didn't catch them that first time and the and the song hit the floor and I don't I don't get to hear it again, then you know. I swear that if you let me go and so and so, but tears are only water and water is cheap. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh. <laughs> but the, but th- this is this is a trending uh, thing that happens when I do a band with Tina. Is I let <laughs> I let them down because I, I there's a lyric that I missed. So because every time I bring it up, you're like, oh shit. Yep. If I would have known that, yeah. and I'm like, Justin. <laughs> well, and the, the worst part is, is, like, I noted, like, I noted that you know there was lyrics that that jumped out at me immediately, and I was like, oh yeah, this is what this is why Tina's here. But like, clearly, I need it. Oh, by the way, if you guys can hear the Thunderbirds, they're practicing like right over my house. So yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right, uh, Sean, that's the sound of freedom, Justin. Freedom, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> it is your turn. It is my turn. Uh, I'm going with another one of his songs that I have gotten to perform live. Uh, it's one that almost, if you listen to it, sounds romantic and, and whatnot. And it, it, maybe it is in kind of a twisted way, but it's more twisted if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Weight. Absolutely. Yep. And Justin's going to say no, because I can hear the hesitation in his voice right now. I'm going to say no. <laughs> I am the weight. This town's never going to lose. lose. It's been a while since the... Yes, yes, so good, so good. Uh, I've never I, held anything as close as I've held you. Damn right, damn right. <laughs> and for the record, no, this is not a cover of uh, the song by The Band. <laughs> I need people to know that right now. It's his own song. Don't get the two twisted. Um, it's just, it's so good. I, I There's so many uh, lines in there that stood out to me immediately. Um but it, it's and again, it's just got kind of almost this this upbeat rhythm to it that goes against the lyrics if you're if you're paying attention. Oh boy, I've been nothing but a letdown these last few <laughs> oh, rounds. Stop. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let me trot this one out. Maybe I can hit the bin because <laughs> that's the way I'm, I'm trending. How about cocaine and Abel? Hell yes, absolutely. That one actually made my cut list, so I'm. I, so now, I, now I get to be the disappointment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rude. It, it, look, it made it towards the end. It just didn't make the final cut. I'm sorry. Sometimes it be that way. Sometimes it, it does. It does. All right, Tina. I'm surprised you had that song, Justin. If I'm honest, really? Maybe because I didn't expect you to really like latch onto one of the really somber ones, but maybe this one's just like really self-reflective and like that's why it hits you. I I'm not sure, but it's very sad. Yeah. Uh. Well, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of wordplay. Cocaine and Abel. That's that's great. <laughs> it is. A, it well, is a really. It's really well. 
thought up. That's a perfect, perfect segue. I love the lines at the end, by the way, though, because because I've always been scared of loving someone just a little bit more than I'm loved. And the way he sings it. Yes. It sounds like he's in pain. Yes, absolutely. It's a great song. I have no argument with that being on everybody's list. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm scared. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, so Tina has a trend of playing the ones that are about murder. <laughs> no. Um, darn it. Um, so this one's really up at the top of my list because it feels, again, like visceral, but I love the way that the chorus sounds musically um i love it all edmund temper oh don't let me down guys why i'm sorry we're gonna let you down yeah that song okay but it gets to be played right yes it gets to be played right that was that was number 17 that was one i was i was wrestling around with and edmund edmund temper was yeah God, when the chorus kicks in and he gets all gravelly, goes, I got a hundred pound problem. And he's like, all like in it. Oh God, I can't sing well. So ignore that. But like, (laughs) just like he goes all low and gravelly about it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared of you. I'm not going to try it's, to. I'm not going to try to explain it because I don't. I don't have an explanation. So. It sounds right. so like it's, it sounds romantic in parts, and then the chorus kicks in. Yep. And it's a totally different song, and it's awesome, and I I love it. Listen to that song, guys. <laughs> All right, Sean. Once you've de- once you've decided you love Amigo the Devil later, yeah. make sure this song's on your list. Absolutely. <laughs> Very much. Um, okay, well, I got to skip a couple here because we had a lot of the same ones early on. Um, my next one is going to be one that sounds sad and is kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of mix-up on this one here, but again, it was just one of those things that I felt like I, on a personal level, I feel like at least most of us could relate to in some way um, different anymore. Absolutely. I was not making a list without it. Yeah. I just, I mean, the opening line from it is, I break myself to pieces for everybody else to take. And I immediately felt that line in my soul. That one so, had the whole room, the whole room in tears when he performed it. Yeah. Yes. There's there's anguish in his voice and in, in, in his face when you see him live when he does this. Justin, you don't have it? No. No. Okay. No, no, no. That line though, like you just reading it just now, was like, oh shit. Yeah. Now imagine it being sang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really good. You don't say. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ugh. I keep dancing around this one, so I'm I'm gonna pull the bandaid off and, and okay. Because I don't know why, but this one feels like it was kind of left fieldy. Preacher feature. No, I sir. do not have that one. Nope. Yeah, sorry. I was right. It was. It felt left fieldy. This is the one. That's not that song. I was gonna say, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Musically, it's kind of left fieldy. Have yeah. we only had two hit the pile so far? Yeah. No, we've had. Uh, why have we? I thought we had like four that were unanimous. No, like that have not had any. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, yes. That's shocking to me. All right, Tina. I love this song. 
I feel like this is maybe one of the ones he's most known for. I have a bumper sticker on my cabinet at work mm-hmm. that says, there's only one kind of people in this world, people who oh, die. People who die. That was number 16 on my list. Um, so <laughs> one kind of people is the songs that I'm playing. You guys are absolutely ridiculous. Look, I'm sorry, it was 16. It was a late time. No. No. Not the everlasting hope of finding purpose or knowing who we are. It sounds so, so like it's going to be uplifting, right? No. Yes. yes. You're going to die. <laughs> so, uh,. I always make the mistake of trying to listen to the playlist like right before we go on, just to kind of put me back in the headspace of of the artist. You switched this one. This is the one you switched. <laughs> <gasps> you dirty song switcher. For what? I'll, I'll get that one For out next what? round. If you dump that one out at the end with zero matches... <laughs> We'll see. Oh, Justin. This is going to get heated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Whatever. 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 It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, All right. Let me jump down my list somewhere here because, again, we had a few that we've already done. Um, Let's go with another one uh, from the later album, Born Against, that I was a big fan of uh, Quiet as a Rat. Hell yes. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Quiet as a Rat is such a good song. And Jeff, one of my... Do you have it? Yep. I mean, like, right away, the way it opens up is just, I mean, the the kid uh, who comes home read from Panic and Fear. Uh, and it, it's basically the whole premise of it is that he gets his ass kicked and he's being beaten up. And his mom yells, Jesus Christ, as she cleaned the blood pouring out of his ears. But it's obvious that quiet as a rat, God was nowhere near. And I'm just like, oh, that's so, I love that. <laughs> like, it's just the, the 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 poetry and the way he says that. I don't know, it grabbed me right away. Everyone treats commandments like more of a bucket list. Yes, yes. Oh, such a good line. And then, of course, it contains the album title in it, which is so I've been asking why I was born against. Which and I, I did the I did the dumb thing and pointed at my radio and said that's the name of the album. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they said the thing. That's right. <laughs> they said the thing. I love it, it. Quiet as a rat became like my, a unanimous. My favorite line from it, I think, is if everyone's made in his image and he couldn't perfect it, then what the hell makes anyone think we can? Mm-hmm. It's just such. It, again, so many times I go back to the lyrics on these things because they're what. The music's always good, and sometimes the music does carry some of this, but his lyrics are are never not strong. Mm. All right. So I, I got to do this here because... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because uh, Tina basically threatened me. So if I don't play it, if I dump it out instead, then uh, I wrestled with it. Clearly, I wrestled with it. But um, I I went with storytelling here. Perfect wife. No. I do have it. I do. I do indeed. You're lucky. (laughs) I do indeed. Because the thing about that one that I really enjoyed was that for the whole song, they're kind of beating you down with how depressing this is. Mm -hmm. And then you get that twist right at the end. Yeah. 
and I love it. It's almost like a well-made movie in that regard. That's what saved it. Is it, it gives me that that goodbye Earl ver, uh, vibes at the end, like. Uh, oh right, yeah, Earl. Yep, I know what you're talking about from she, the chicks. Yes, the chicks, indeed. But like, she's she's getting back at him, and it's yes, like, yes. The whole time, I'm like, oh, I don't. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> it's oh, it's awful. It's terrible. And then, uh, a horribly abusive husband and a woman who gets back at him. And, you know, what's funny is, <laughs> given you have to listen to the song to really understand it. Mm-hmm. But at the end, um, apparently his wife looks down at him and says, and then the line happens again. And I almost cut this song because I said, well, given what's happened, that's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there we go. All right. It's got two. It's got two. All right, Tina. a little bit of love, a little bit of love. <clears throat> um, so this is the one that I this is added right at the end before we came on, um, and I wrestled with it a little bit. Um, and the reason I put it on is because my friend Andrew last night said, "Tina, you have to tell the story." And live, this one is a story before a story, mm. and so. I implore you all to go see Amigo the Devil to find out why he hopes her husband dies. Yes! Uh, so I have husband slash I hope your husband dies because okay. it's on the first and the second record. Um, and it is a doozy of a story that may or may not involve a husband that actually died. Yeah. Please don't write any more. Coincidentally. Please, please don't write any more songs about me. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, again, that goes back to exactly what Tina said, and it's him at the live show. Like, that really is probably why that song made my list. Because it's a good song, but knowing the story behind it is what really seals the deal. And his, and his telling of it. Because you, you can tell he's clearly uncomfortable telling part of that story. So did we all have that one? Indeed. What? I love that. that. Means we have six. Indeed. <laughs> I still have five left. So like, oh, that's you because really? you've been wrong. Because I only have one left. <laughs> I I only have I think yeah I only have one. Le- Wait no I have two left. Oh well, there you go. Oh I, I think I have two left. Wait no I think I have three left. How did I do this? I don't know. I think I have three left. Okay. Well, let's find out one of them. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with one that again is. It's it's actually quite dark, but the way it's written and the and the way he does it comes across as, as romantic and and beautiful in a way, and that's a uh, letter from death row. Oh, was no. that a was that a cut for you? Yes, and yeah. it bummed me the hell out. I love that one. Well, so and much. you know what? When I put that one on my list, I kind of expected Justin. I'm saying I'm assuming you don't have it. I did do. You? Oh, okay. Well then, I was going to say I kind of expected nobody else to have that one because that's one that I could easily see people not not glossing over, but just it not doing it for them. But there was just something so beautiful about the twisted nature of how romantic that song sounds for me that I just can't escape that one. I'll listen to it over and over. I always i I got that you know. From from reading the title letter from death row, I was like, okay, this one is going to be on my radar. And then you listen to it, and it's like, oh, okay, so it's definitely making my first pass. And then, like you said, like 
the next time I came around to it, I was like, I don't know what it is. I can't really put it into words, but I can't, I can't bring myself to cut it. So, but it's also the closer. Yeah. Uh-huh. The closer closer. So it was the last yeah. song you heard and it does a really good job of being like, let's do that again. Yes. Yes. Can I yes. have more please? Yes. More please. I love <laughs> letter from death row. That was very hard for me to cut. And there is a couple of them on here that I cut because the reference to death was so personal almost. Right. Like, and those were really hard for me to like make someone else listen to um, unless they're ready for it. You know, like there's, that one's just real big bummer, but also really real cool. big bummer. But I just love the line. I love every cell that makes up who you are and everything between. Mm. Mm. All right. So we have one, we still only have one shot at, at a unanimous, right? So might as well. One shot. One, one, one shot. Um, you only get one your, shot. This is your chance. Don't, sorry. This is Justin is the only one with the chance because I'm after you. So yeah. Right. Mom's spaghetti. We'll see. Uh, all right. I'll go back up to the top of my list here. Uh, for a few good men. Mm. No, I had to cut. That no, too. and that was a late cut for me because it was one of my first, one of the first ones I heard from him. I love that song. It is a great song. I so no, no, no hate whatsoever. <laughs> All right. I'm not really hopeful that this will land either of you. I just wanted to talk about it because it seems like there's a xylophone intro. Maybe if that's the instrument. Um, it's really twinkly and weird. Um, but like, awesome. Uh, the Liars Club. So I do love the Liars Club. And I saw him perform that one live and it was great. Um, but it was a late cut for me. Well, later cut. It was it, it was before some of the other ones. Well, I can't. I cannot save you. That's okay uh, because you get to listen to this weird intro to this song, and it's so fun. <laughs> but like, it is very weird. <laughs> There's a line in it that I really love. Um, so there's a lyric in a little further in that's nothing at all that makes you feel as small as dying will. Ghosts have a way to make regrets feel so alive, but it's the death in us all that keeps the hopes finding something better. What a wordsmith. Oh, he, it's so good. He really so good. is, and it, it's. That's one of the reasons I'm so bummed that more people don't know about him because he is such a wordsmith. The way he writes is so poetic. I, I was listening to some music the other day, just current, and it's good, but like something I'm noticing is that like some of the lyrics and stuff I hear a lot lately are just so on the nose. Mm -hmm. Just so matter of fact, just so this is this is what I'm saying. There's nothing deeper than this. And that's one of the things I appreciate about him so much is that his music is never like that. With the exception of murder at Domingo Hall. <laughs> but that one's done almost, I think, to play as a joke in that regard. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, I'm down to three, Sean. So, like, we can only, all we can do is make the conversation harder. But uh, six is where we're at, right? I, I, I got six. Yeah. So, Tina, you get the final say no matter how this shakes out. 
between Sean and I. So yeah, I've only got one more. So oh, okay, well, let's find out what it is. Uh, the final one is another one of the first songs I ever heard, heard by Amigo the Devil, so it holds a special place in my heart and helped hook me. It's also one of the ones that made me realize if you pay attention to his lyrics, this is one of the, I, this might have been one of, if not the first one that made me go, wait a minute, and really go back and pay attention to what he was saying and, and analyze it. Um, the Recluse. Fuck. Well, that's a bad sign. That's a bad sign. <laughs> that was my last cut. I even made a note. Because Wrong. I find that <laughs> no, it's. I wish I could show you. It says last cut the recluse with in red. That's why the devil came and sold his fucking soul to me. Yep. Oh no. Yep. There's just so many good lines in there that if you really stop and, and pay attention to them. I um, love that song. I'm so bummed. It's it's there's. What's the one line he has that really makes me like he's talking about wearing somebody's skin in this song yes. yeah. and people yeah. don't it's you don't always catch that if you're not paying attention but he says like um what did you say he he wanted to be alone so I took off my vest or I took off my coat <laughs> right and he's talking about another person <laughs> that he's wearing <laughs> you're like you know you're like oh wait this is so much weirder than I thought it was <laughs> And that's what grabbed me right away when I started listening to Amigo the Devil. Because at first, like, it was like Justin. I didn't know what to expect when my friend told me to listen to them. And I think the first two songs I heard were this and Hell and You. And this one was the one that made me go, wait, what the hell is he talking about? And really realized that it was completely different than, than what it sounded like. So this one's definitely about Ed Gein. Yes, um, without a doubt. Because it talks about like pulling a body from the ground. Um, but there's this line because I need to feel comfortable in my own skin, but I think I like the one, the you're one that you're in. living in. Yep. Great line. Listen, I'm so mad. I'm so mad. I feel like I wish I could just like switch out one of the ones that didn't make it in because I love this song so much, but it just makes the conversation harder. Yeah. Listen, listen to this song guys. Every time we've talked about, please listen to it. Just, he, just the whole thing. When he says, All like he, he says, she had secrets she wanted to get off her chest. I'll take the burden if you need, and I'll spill my guts if you follow my lead. Mm. And it's, 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 ah, oh, it's so well written. It's so well written. So, it's so good. I'll say this, in any event, I, I can't save you, obviously, but, uh, like that last listen, um, right before we started, the recluse, perfect wife, and one kind of people, all three of those were like the ones I was wrestling with to, um, keep. So, yeah, like it it was really like and when I heard the recluse this time, I was like, because it wasn't it wasn't on my first pass. Um, I was like, oh, shit, I think I fucked. I fucked up here. <laughs> so clearly I must have. So. All right. So that was your. Last I did one? too. So I guess just for funsies, I'll, I'll dump out what I got three left. So I got first day of the end of my life. And, that one I didn't put because holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That one is so sad. It's it's stunning, but prepare yourself if you listen to it. It is very hard to listen to if you are in any way in a bad mental place. Indeed. Which luckily I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> so um then I got twenty four K casket. Oh. oh that's such a good song too. And uh, my last one was Shadow. Oh, that's a good one too. That that one was really late cut for me. 
I cut all of those. I had them all. So if yeah. that tells anybody that's listening to this that like I had every single song that was talked about on my first pass. Well, you know, my first cut, my my first uh, run through had thirty six songs. Uh, it was, it was, it was all of them. It was really hard making cuts. All right, so Christina wins, and uh, with yeah. six, so. We've got Helen Yu, Dahmer Does Hollywood, Husband, Hungover in Jonestown, Quiet as a Rat, Another Man's Grave, Through. All right, let's see. I think it was nine that we need to get down to four. Shut up. (laughs) 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 He's right. It is nine. Indeed. um, Yeah. Uh, All right. So we've got uh, The Weight, Perfect Wife, Cocaine and Abel, If I'm Crazy, Stronger Than Dead, Murder at the Bingo Hall, Drop for Every Hour, Different Anymore, Letter from Death Row. Uh, immediately, Murder at the Bingo Hall is jumping out at me because, like I said, if it wasn't 16, it was 17. It was it was, it was was right there, and uh, I loved it, and I don't for, didn't have a reason. For me, it's got the great energy for it, and it does exactly what we say Amigo does, where he kind of goes against type for the song or the, the sound or whatever you're expecting but in the opposite direction. Yeah. Which I think is which I think is awesome because it's still very amigo, it's just the other way around. Any any Yeah, other... and if you if you want to feel what it's like to see Amigo the Devil live just by hearing one of the songs, that's it. Right. Like it has every element of a performance of his. It's a story. It has this really over the top feel to it, but then it reigns it back and like takes you on an absolute adventure about something that does not fucking matter at all and it's awesome like going to play bingo becoming an adventure is something that i never thought i'd say out loud <laughs> all right so that brings us up to seven so is there something jumping out at you tina that you're like man we, we probably need to get that one i think that from what we have already let me just double check we don't have anything that's a bummer and that's good but I think we should only <laughs> one. So okay. I don't think that we should have both cocaine enable diff or all three cocaine enable different anymore in letter from death row. I think we can only take one. Okay. Fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. Which sucks. I like different anymore is very much um very personal. Um and about feeling like you're stuck in your own skin and um, having the pressure that society puts on you to build you into a certain thing and then just finally like collapsing under the weight of it all. And I think that a lot of people can really relate to that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, there wasn't a dry eye in the house when that song played. Um, and I still am very affected by it. However, I think that Cocaine Enable is a better song. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I oh man, I'm, I, I'm torn with those, but I think that we need to take one of the three. But that's see, just my personal. I'm, I, I I agree with you. I think we could we could take one of the three. Um, and while I love it, I do understand why I think Letter from Death Row could be the one that gets axed immediately. Um, but for my money, the the exact reasons you explained with different anymore are the reasons I think it's the better song because no, there's not a dry eye in the house, and there's not. Well, that's what I'm saying is like I think yeah. music music at its core is supposed to elicit an emotion. Yes, and I think it is better personally, but I think cocaine enables maybe more like commer- not commercial. That's not the right word. Accessible, maybe, but I think different anymore is a personally better song. 
So I guess like this I comes down to you, Justin. <laughs> well, I mean, what was that first line about? Uh, what did you say it was like about uh, feeling like you give everything? Or... I break myself oh, I break to pieces, pieces for everyone else to take. Yeah. They yeah. put it all back together in the size and shape they want to make. Yeah. I carry around the ashes of everything I was before. And lately it seems the matches are the only book I'm reaching for. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that everybody feels that way, but like I, I have lost count of the times of how, how many times like I've felt that way that I, yeah. you know, you know, people just kind of get what they, they need from me, you know? And like that feeling of not necessarily being used, but like giving God, man, like (laughs) I'm getting kind of upset talking about it, but like that, that feeling I feel like is what could carry this in. And I mean, it it does feel like a, a big swing to, to take that, you know, hopefully people get that, you know, out of it. But judging by the panel that's here, like we all kind of felt that. So I don't know. Like I, I, th- I think for sure, like the feeling I got when, when Sean read those lyrics the first time was like, I can't believe I didn't have that. So. And the way he sings it too, it does the same things that an Amigo song usually does where it has those soft, almost whispered, like you're talking to a friend in, in secret. And then like the chorus comes in and he says, cause I don't want to be different anymore. Mm. And he sings it so big and loud. And then when it comes down to, I've changed, it's back to this like painful whisper. And then like towards the end, he kind of cracks. And it's just this stunning performance of a song about not really knowing who you are anymore because you've given too much away. Mm-hmm. So I, I love s- it. Yeah, I say we do that. That, that gets us to eight. All right. Um. The rest of these twos, Sean, is there something kind of jumping out at you? The weight, perfect wife, if I'm crazy, stronger than dead, drop for every hour? For me, the one that's going to jump out is... The one that's going to jump out for me from these ones is going to be probably... Oh, God almighty. Okay, I'm stuck on two of them. Um, me too. I'm stuck on... but th- And I wouldn't be shocked if they're different ones. Um, I'm stuck on If I'm Crazy and Drop for Every Hour. Me too. Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad our brains are in the same place because they're both so good, but they're so different too. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm crazy is, is reflective in a way that almost, I guess not the same way, but just, it is kind of a reflective song in like different anymore and everything. It's kind of looking inside yourself uh, and, and looking at your own feelings about certain things. Whereas drop for every hour kind of fits his motif of the almost true crime ish uh, serial killer vibe that he really, he absolutely has again twists the narrative and you're coming from the perspective of a parent who lost their child to this monster um and i think that's almost a cathartic thing there uh because we don't often get to see that lens it's always the lens of the serial killer or just the oh it's it's all so sad um this one's a little bit of revenge a revenge story what's a little bit it's a lot of it a revenge story (laughs) um so well let me let me lay it out like this then and you know, forgive me for for uh, trespassing on your final say, Tina. If you guys are both 
stuck on the same two songs, we can take one and Tina can take the other for their final say. Whichever one you wouldn't have picked, I would have picked. So, <laughs> all right. So there was. I'm going to tell works. you this right now. Like, I love every single song that's left. But if yes. you were to make, if you were to make a top ten Amigo the Devil list, but you were to look me in the face and tell me that Drop for Every Hour didn't make it, like it's crazy, it's crazy. You're absolutely <laughs> insane because it starts with those crazy, like erratic breathing parts and like gets really dark really fast oh but like, so dark and it's gritty and so good the performance of it is so good and, it, and nobody and it, else could do that song it's an amigo song because only amigo could do it that's what i think is like what we're trying with this top 10 is that if someone covers it like you have covered it it's going to be awesome to hear the song but nobody's going to do it the same I, it's I, this I, magic. It's it's it is without a doubt. And again, I think it's it's anytime something awful happens in the news or we learn about something awful from history or whatever uh, that involves one of these kind of monsters he's talking about in the song. Um, everybody's immediate reaction is like they wish they could get their hands on that person. Mm-hmm. You know, they they wish they get something like that. And this almost in a way gives you that that feeling that that it, that that visceral angry emotion of if you actually got your hands on that person and while at the same time also not losing sight of the fact that this is a tragic occurrence it's not all about like just being happy or hurting somebody it's it's driving home the hurt that this person feels as a result of what happens i'll take a drop for every hour she'll never dance i'll hide a piece in every city she'll never see i know this won't bring her back and i'll never find relief so the last drop the last drop is for me Mm. you know it's just and that's such a powerful line to me um i'm with you if that wasn't on a top 10 list of amigo the devil i'd throw things so we've done it then uh, let me let me run it down and then crank up the heat some more. So we've got Helen Yu, Dahmer Does Hollywood, Husband, Hungover in Jonestown, Quiet as a Rat, Another Man's Grave, Murder at the Bingo Hall, Different Anymore, If I'm Crazy, Drop for Every Hour. So Tina, <laughs> one of these, one of these will represent Amigo in the uh, end of year or best of episode. Uh, which one is that one? I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to preface this with, I have done a lot of these shows and it's always on bands that I love and I hate it. Um, (laughs) And somehow I've been lately asked to do, do this first because that's just how it works in the panel. And I hate when I get picked first. Um, And I've never, ever thought it was this hard. (laughs) Like, even with, like, the Menzingers and Taking Back Sunday, who are bands that I love more than, like, anything, mm-hmm. I still had a standout, I know this is number one. And this one is eating me a little bit. Um, so I'm going to say Hungover in Jonestown and stand by it. There you go. What do you think, Sean? I hope. You said Hungover in Jonestown? Yeah. I think that's a really good pick. If it wasn't going to be hungover in Jonestown, it would have to be something like 
Helen you or maybe Dahmer does Hollywood, but Hungover in Jonestown is a really good like I can't argue with that choice. If if you were asking me to make this pick, there's th- three, four, five of these I'd be rattling around in my brain. And Hungover Same. in Jonestown is absolutely one of them. Um Hungover and you know what's so funny about Hungover in Jonestown is it's a song that in the beginning I never really listened to. Mm-hmm. Like I oh. it, it, it was I just was kinda it was there. And then as I heard it more, I became more enamored with it. Um so while it's so funny because I don't know that it's one of, even amongst the people who listen to him, I'm not I'm not even sure if it's one of his top played songs. Um, I think it is a great example of of, of Amigo the Devil. So I, I had it down to two. Look, you know, Helen You and mm-hmm. Hungover in Jonestown as well. Um, Helen You, the only thing I would give it over is that wow factor of it's the first song and yeah like it i just don't think it has the grit i agree i actually agree what's funny though is that like the one thing i have for helen you over hungover in jonestown is that like hungover in jonestown obviously kind of links to a real life scenario and while there are several of his songs that do that not all of them do that and I would argue that Helen, you does a better job of representing what he does, even when he's not singing from his perspective of something he links to in real life. Yeah. But I mean, again, I I'm with you on that, that visceral, like that, that I, how, it it's so hard. Like, so, I hate this. <laughs> I think with, with, we're going to do the thing where we probably play it and it's not going to make it easier, but um, I love the lyrics in hungover in Jonestown as far as like how clever he is because in Helen you it's pretty s- straightforward for the most part but like there is so much in hungover in Jonestown like there's a string that leads me to hope I tie the noose but you are the rope mm. like just like a like this whole song is this kind of like back and forth between like himself and like the other person involved being like all of these metaphors for other things and it's it's just really smart, um, and like the whole sing along at the end, uh, it's so good. I don't know. I love Helen You, and somebody sang it at karaoke the other day, actually, huh. um, <laughs> which was a shock that they had Helen You at karaoke. But I, oh my god, I don't know, you guys. This so, is hard. Here's what I'll say, uh, in listening to this. Um, I got it on low, but um, the the one th- you know, the one thing I kept coming back to, you know, as we, as we're going over this episode, is that uh, that showdown feel that you know showdown at the Gulch, like to do you know I know that's not what this is about, but like when you talk about sound wise of hungover in Jonestown, like that is absolutely you know the feeling mm-hmm. I get of. These two guys are about to shoot each other. And that is a prevailing sound throughout his discography. And I don't think Helen, you has that. It has, has a Western feel, but it doesn't have the, the showdown at the Gulch feel. And I mean, you know, we're splitting hairs, right? So yes, yes, of course. Um, also, I think maybe, maybe hungover in Jonestown has a better chance in the best of episode than Helen you does. So fair enough. Let's do that then, <clears throat> shall we? That hungover, works for me. Hungover in Jonestown will be our 
final say. And if I've ever, like, on all the episodes I've done, I am literally begging you guys, all of you, that's, like, every person that listens to this episode, please, 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 just go push play. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yes, 100%. Like, this guy deserves every possible thing that he can get. Like, if you see he's coming to your town, don't even think about it. Buy tickets. Like, you, listen to this band. This artist, it is going to absolutely blow your mind. Please, please. So, let me run this down one last go round. Uh, Hungover in Jonestown is our number one. Hell and You, Dahmer Does Hollywood, Husband. Quiet as a rat, another man's grave, murder at the bingo hall, different anymore, if I'm crazy, and a drop for every hour. And let's let hungover in Jonestown get its moment in the sun. And this is the fight that taught me to feel. If I am the drunk, you are the wheel. So I drink till the night becomes another day, and the day is just another little thing in our way. No one ever chooses. That absolutely to be has a better chance of Yeah. Whether yeah. it does or not, you know. Depending. And death is punch line. Oh my god, yeah. so good. There we go. We have done it. We have turned you onto Amigo the Devil, and uh, you're very, very welcome. Um, <laughs> you know, somebody had to do it. Might as well have been us. Hey, yeah. If you dig this program and uh, you would like to come play, it's really this simple: legionofstupid.com. You click podcast. You click deprogrammed not even halfway down there's a little sign up sheet tell me what band you want to come talk about and uh, we'll make it happen as long as it's not something we've already done although i am working on like a version of that too for for deprogrammed so stay tuned um but also you can listen to episodes there so if you want to hear tina episodes you click on their name and it'll take you to all the ones that they've been on if you want to hear sean episodes you click on sean's name it'll take you to all the episodes sean's been on if you want to listen to justin episodes well i sure hope you do because that's all of them yes (laughs) oh yeah um i know it's corny but i don't care if you've listened to this show then you know i don't care um patreon.com slash oh is a great place to uh pledge some dinero if if you if you have it if you don't i get it but uh if you you know a dollar a month it gets you in the door it gets you it gets you these episodes before the rest of the world it also gets you the the after the fact that we're literally going we're going to keep talking as soon as we're done talking so you want to hear what we're talking about patreon.com is the way to do it um, it also gets you access to different places in Discord, different channels and such, and it also uh, gets you um, a, an audible thank you. That's how, how we'll phrase it. An audible thank you every month. So all those things from Patreon. Uh, you can also subscribe on all podcast platforms. Would appreciate that a great deal. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, five stars goes a long way. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a rate and comment would be super appreciated. But the absolute best way you can help this program is by telling somebody that you listen to this program. Hey, I listen to Deprogrammed, and you could too. But with that, Amigo the Devil, learn them and love them, people. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.